On the podcast this week, we hear from Lars Johansson of Cloud Fabrics. We talk about Lars's personal journey in sales and his Swedish background. Lars is the international sales director covering EMEA, India and APAC. And he talks about how Cloud Fabrics uses AI and machine learning to analyze problems in enterprise IT networks. This gives a much better outcome for IT directors at much lower costs and includes the possibility of predictive outcomes, which is a very powerful tool. Welcome to the podcast this week, and I'm delighted to have Lars Johansson, who is the International Sales Director for Cloud Fabrics, and we'll hear more about that later. So first of all, welcome to the podcast, Lars. Thank you. Pleasure to be here. So Lars, you're an experienced sales guy, and you've been through a lot of of, uh, companies. We'll talk a little bit about that later. But uh, you were saying that you live in the ex-capital of Sweden. Yes, in Sigtuna, my, my hometown, it was the capital of Sweden, year 800. Uh, and uh, it's quite an interesting town. We have uh, Viking uh, SMS all over the town. It's uh, runes on large stones. stones. So, so uh, they, they are there forever. Don't worry about backup. <laughs> Set in stone. Yeah, we have the same here in Ireland. I probably related. I don't know. We call them ohm stones, which are they have strokes on the side and it's some sort of alphabet. It's amazing when you look at the history back then, how much trade and travel there was around Europe, particularly obviously the Scandinavians, the Vikings and so on. You know, they, they got everywhere, down to Spain, I think, and Morocco and far out, maybe as far as Turkey, as far as, as, far as I know. Yeah, they were, were in Turkey as well. Uh, and uh, the, the Norwegians uh, found USA, so that's quite fun. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I think the Italians claimed that. Yeah, one of the things that's interesting is that that when you were at home being a Viking, you were a farmer or a fisherman. Okay, so so you were only a Viking when you were out on, on uh, travel and uh, they enjoyed themselves. Yeah, yeah, they certainly did. I was I've been talking to a couple of Icelandic women and and they fill me in on Iceland was populated by a lot of slaves picked up from Europe around that time. Maybe we'll talk a little bit about what you did. You have you mentioned NetApp, I think, as a company that you found influential on your career. Yeah, correct. So, so I I started with NetApp back in mid nineties, and they're quite interesting company and with a good culture, same as Cloud Fabrics. And I was the second reseller in Europe for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and followed through end of 90s, uh, first uh, six, seven years in 2000. It was a very good experience. From that on, uh, I ended up in the startup area with a number of different companies. Uh, and what's a good culture to you, Lars? What do you, what do you like? But I, I, I do like the, the, when you have uh, the honesty and you have communication with each other that, that you understand what's the target, what do we need to achieve as a company, both short-term and long-term. For me, where everybody works as one team is extremely important because that, then you can uh, move a lot of things forward. So I think the, the 
honesty, respect, work as one team and have clear goals of what do I need to do this quarter vis-a-vis what do I need to do this year. I think that's extremely important. And how, how do you find, like, in the sales position, I often think you're somewhat of a mediator between the customer and the company. You know, it's not necessarily you have a packaged product that you just, there. thank you, thank you for the money. I mean, are you, have you ever been in a position where you're trying to do a deal between a customer and the company and, you know, you maybe have to be the bad guy to the company rather than the customer or something like that? Yeah, it happens. Uh, uh, and you, you have both ways. Yeah, you need to remember who's paying your salary. Mm-hmm. So, so it's, it's easy to end up in a situation where you represent the customer too much. On the other hand, you, you need to know where, why you're there to start with. Uh, uh, and uh, sometimes it, it's judgment, judgment calls and where you actually have to say, I'm sorry to your own company afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> but, but it's uh, mostly that, that you need to, just need to remember who you work for. Yeah. To do the best you can for the customer. And, and they are boundaries, yeah. which you have to respect. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it can be a tricky situation. And I think sometimes, you know, getting, getting the deal forgives a lot of sins, though, in fairness. But, uh, you know, the, the yeah, money flows... Right. <laughs> I think that's why you're here. S- sales, uh, and I, I have a, a very simple view on sales. Everybody in the company are in sales. That's the job number one. Uh, and uh, job number two is that whatever we were hired to do. So, so if there's no sales, that, that, then the question of the company to start with is, is not there. Yeah. So t- tell us a little bit about Cloud, Cloud Fabric. And you're selling worldwide for them, I think. Yes, yeah, so the, the, we're headquartered in the U.S. Uh, and in California, and we have development in uh, India. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, I, I'm based out of Stockholm, Sweden, so, so I'm responsible for international sales outside of Americas. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we, we, the thing is, you, the reason Cloud Fabrics was invented to start with is that if you look on IT operations today, you have a large number of uh, management softwares. You, you have a volume of incidents that happens. You have an own organization that's structured into verticals. You have your application team, you have your network team, and so on and so forth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this year, 2020 and 2021, you also have seen that the whole structure of organizations change. There's a lot more homeworking. Right. So you have on-prem, you have cloud, and now you have a large volume of uh, employees that works from home. So point is that, that when an incident happens or finding out how is my infrastructure working today, now, mm-hmm. people can't fix that problem fast enough. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. The business is also putting a question out there. Uh, how are we doing? So that's where we come in with machine learning and AI, tap into different parts of the infrastructure and tools to give context to what's happening. Yeah. So first thing is to find out what do you have from an asset and application standpoint? Mm-hmm. Second thing is that, that how is it working? So you can see what's happening at this point, and you can see what is a prediction. How do we think uh, it will scale over the next 
month or two. Yeah, mm -hmm. so you can prepare. And thirdly, things happen. Okay, so so that means that you get a number of incidents per month. It could be fifty thousand. It could be hundred thousand. It, it, it's a large. Well, as, as much as that, yeah. That many reports. It, it is things that happened that needs to be investigated. Yeah. And, and volume in itself is a problem. So we go into the center of complexity and, and apply machine learning and AI to give operations a contextual view of what is happening overall and what has happened in this specific incident. And what you're after uh, is the important piece, time to resolve. Mm -hmm. How fast can we be back on track again? Right. And do you, do you have any examples of this that you could uh, share with the audience? Yeah, we have. I, I have an example of, of a, a hospital we have as a customer in the in the US, mm -hmm. uh, and uh, they they went. They had an issue with software upgrades and uh, non-compliant software versions, etc. Uh, and they uh, used our software to get a grip on what do we have, and what type of assets is not up to par from a soft software revision uh, and upgrade standpoint. Mm -hmm. And they basically reduced those incidents by 90%. Wow, wow. Uh, and so, because so you can read the, the software revisions, the, the communications, the hardware, you, you, you produce a virtual map of the, the company infrastructure, right? Correct. And, but are you, are you saying then that you can, through learning, machine learning, you can anticipate upcoming problems or potential problems? Correct. So, so by tapping into all types of resources, this contextual picture we give is both from an history standpoint, where you are now, and based mm. on the history, you can, you can have a look-see in the future to see what can we expect if everything else is the same to happen in two weeks' time, in four weeks' time, etc. So you can start to prepare to avoid things from happening. Uh, and uh, that, that is a, a, another example I have from a financial company in the US, uh, and uh, we have a similar one in Europe. Mm -hmm. where you basically reduce number of alerts tickets. So, so imagine the IT operation. What they want to do is to have the operator first level to get so much information that is relevant to the issue that he can solve the problem straight away. Okay. Or at least uh, know who to go to to get it sorted. Mm -hmm. uh, and... Uh, we basically made sure that they reduced the time to resolve from over four hours to less than one hour. Mm -hmm. oh, that's a big difference. Yeah. And the incidents was the number of incidents which you had to investigate and take action on was reduced by over 90%. Hmm. So, so that is a internal view on from an IT standpoint, what we do. The external one, which is important, is that to support the business. Yeah. So because the business and which IT supports is interesting in time to resolve, time to value. So that equated to, to uh, uh, over $2 million a year mm. in, in uh, 
in money you, terms. You, you can quantify this, I guess. This is part of the, the business case you build with the customer. Yes, because if, if you just take an example, that, that if you use your own resources to solve something or investigate, you usually have the, the operator who needs more information. Mm-hmm. If he can't fix it, he sends it backwards to the next expertise levels. And they, level two, send it back further back mm-hmm. if needed. And that takes two things. It takes time. And okay. it takes cost. Mm-hmm. And can you reduce you can you reduce your IT support team on the basis of the efficiency you, you deliver? You you can. I, I think a few few companies have that problem mm. that they have too many. I think they are at the un, other end of the scale. <laughs> the, the volume is the problem to start with. So yeah. if they can be more efficient, it helps the company's business a lot more. Mm-hmm. So, the, so so I think that that. If you look on how you do that, it is a concept of, can we get a, a, a tool set that is simple to interact with? Mm-hmm. And it's simple to connect data that needs to go into it, as well as it's to go, the output needs to go somewhere. Yeah. 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 And that we have standardized in a simple way. So, so it, it's simple to, to both get data into and get data out from. And that we could tap into to another software, yeah? Right, right. And so, do, you, so, do, you, do you work with the major um, network management software systems that are out there in the market? Yeah, we, we have relationship with, with a lot of them. And if you go to a customer, they have at least 20, 30 different management softwares and software that work with uh, uh, ticketing processes. So, so our job is to connect to those okay. and be part of a process. So, so uh, mostly we are not the, the main event for a, for a company, but we are a supporting event. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's very interesting. Uh, it's amazing how machine learning has adv- advanced across all parts of the industry. I think it's a really fantastic example of how it's used to and not only explain to the operator exactly what happened, but to potentially anticipate future problems as well. Yeah, I think that's the key. And we've just seen the beginning of it. If you look on on uh, admin processes within the company, it started a couple of years ago and it skyrocketed. I think we now see the same thing within IT, IT operations specifically, to see how machine learning and AI can assist even more. Mm-hmm. Because the, the, the point where we're at is that people, more people to the problem is not the solution. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, look, that, that's really interesting, Lars. And uh, thanks for telling us about Cloud Fabric and the, the, the benefits of the, of the solution. And um, how can people contact you? Yeah, the, it, it's very simple. Sales at cloudfabrics.com. Okay. So no, no big secret there. No, <laughs> it's not. <laughs> And on this podcast, as you know, you get to nominate the playout song. So, what song have you chosen for us? Don't stop believing uh, of Journey. Uh, and <laughs> it, it would be a bad, I would be lying if I said that this has gone through my whole career and uh, 
been the me mentor thing. It's not. It's just a tune that I, I, I get happy when I hear it. So, so Yeah, no, it's uh, great. I think that was the play-out song in Sopranos, wasn't it? Like, as far as I recall. Um, yeah. It's, it's an amazing. It's sort of become epic, I think, in the last 10 years. Yeah, it just makes me smile. So, so, so well, that's, uh, that's a good enough reason. Right, so thanks for being on the podcast. Really appreciate being on it. Thank you very much. Okay.